our two cents. With Oscar. It is I that I is back. I said it that way because I wanted to say it is. No, that's not what I wanted to say again. I forgot what I was going to say, but I wanted to say that I am back and we are. This is the thing. There's many things I enjoy talking about and a lot of it is stuff I have no knowledge of. And that other people are are getting into, and if they're excited about it and they are informed about it, I want to know what they know and what they think of it, their opinion and how they're approaching it. And I guess uh, one of the topics that it's really, really um, hot, if you want to put it that way, it's the NFTs. Now. Here's the thing about NFTs. That's non-fungible token, right? That's that's what uh, the kids are calling it these days. The kids. <laughs> non-fungible tokens. Um, I don't know anything about it. Anything other than it's um, digital art that you could sell. And it could be very, very profitable. And... Where there's profits to be made, that's what I'm interested in about hearing. Now, we recently learned about the business of uh, microgreens. We learned a little bit about that. And the gentleman who was talking to us about it, Josh, the gentleman Josh, (laughs) I was talking about it. He is involved in crypto and, and, but I wasn't, did I ask him if he was involved in NFTs? I didn't, but... I think I did. We brought it up. And now I don't know. I, I, I pro- I'm probably lying about it. Um, I just don't know what... Uh, I don't remember. Anyways, so we'd, uh, we... Want, I want to learn about it. And um, I, I have... Uh, I, I found uh, my uh, Caleb Keenard, Keenard. I hope I said it correctly. If not, I'm going to have him correct me. And... We'll have him uh, join us, and we'll have a conversation about NFTs and whatever else he's into. And and we are going to allow our friend, Caleb Keenard, into the room to join us and have a conversation. Let's see. How's it going? Good. Yourself? I can see you and I can hear you clearly. How about me? Can you see me and hear me good? Yep, yep. All right, awesome, awesome. All right, I'm going to let you uh, go ahead and introduce yourself and then uh, we'll take it from there. Like, like, like we're live right now? Oh, we're not live. We're just recording, and then I'll I'll post it up uh, later on in the week. Okay, okay. Yeah, I'll let okay, you know. Yeah. I'll let you know so, when when it's gonna go up. <laughs> I know. I'll just okay. jump the gun real quick, right? Uh, my bad. <laughs> uh, my name is Oscar. Let me introduce myself. I should have done that, right? Um, I haven't. Oh, I haven't been on this on it for like about a month, 
So I, I kind of lost my touch a little bit. <laughs> but anyways. No, man, I feel you. <laughs> so my name's Oscar, and, uh, and I have I, I do this podcast, Our Two Cents, where I have conversations uh, with uh, people that have uh, different opinions and different things, content creators more, more or less, um, that have uh, different opinions and, and, uh, and do different things, and, and they venture into different things, and, and they know more about it than I do. And I just want to hear uh, how they do it, why they do it, and... Uh, all, all, all that important information that uh, one takes into consideration when picking a path to to embark for on. Sure. Like, yeah. you, if you, do you understand what I'm saying? Anyways, um. yeah, for sure. I mean, <laughs> so, um, one go, thing I like to point out though is I, I think you think that that you know that we're that we're we know more than you, but you're you're a content creator as well. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm just piggybacking off of what everybody else is doing because uh, I I find it interesting. I mean. Because we we sit on our phones at least I used to and now I now I have things to do so I don't have much time to, but I used to sit on my phone and just browse through it and, and enjoy the content and, and want to be and wanted to be part of it and mm-hmm. there's not many things that I do that are maybe interesting or maybe I don't find interest in and it's it's not inter- it's not interesting at least to me so i don't feel like it's good enough for me to ch- me share for what i do and, and so i find interest in what other people do and that way i'm that's how i'm looking for my niche mm-hmm. <laughs> if that for explains sure. yeah. it more or less so go, i'm going to let you yeah, go ahead sure. and introduce yourself uh, your name what you do and please please um mention all your all your social media links your account and everything and everything else you got going on please for sure. So my name is Caleb Kennard. Um, I am an author, illustrator, and now NFT artist as well. Um, you know, my story is a bit different than most artists, I think. Um, I I actually, I, I'm, I'm in college right now. And awesome. for the first two years of college, I was on the basketball team here. Oh, okay. Um, athlete. It really, yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, I was an athlete and that was really what my energy and my time was being put into. Um but after, you know, during COVID really was the time where things kind of started to shift for me. I think a lot of people kind of felt that too within themselves in different ways. But I, you know, I was sitting there and I was like, you know, life isn't what I want it to be right now for myself. And eventually, you know, I, I made this the decision within like a day that I was going to quit the basketball team. And when I did, I mean, it was giving up a part of myself and a part of my history, but I, I didn't want to continue on that path anymore. And right. I mean, I went through after that a, a quick, you know, depressive little state of like, you know, what do I do now? So, you know, just a lot of unfulfilled feelings. And it really took me a while to kind of figure out what I want to do. And, you know, in this process, I got an iPad. I started, you know, experimenting with some digital art programs. Um, and, you know, I, I ended up making a book, actually, a children's book for my little sister. And oh, okay. through that process, uh, when I showed it to her, I was like, you know, there's no reason why I can't actually publish this except for fear of judgment. <laughs> <laughs> right. And, I mean, that's the only know, thing. But I mean, that'll come whether you do something or you don't. You'll get judged by but everybody. You'll get judged whether you do it or not. Exactly. And what's most important, though, is that I don't live with regret because, right. you know, I, I could sit there all day with, you know, this, the thought of what if someone leaves a bad review on my book? Like, like it really matters, you know, like like none of it matters at the end of the day. And. I ended up having to convince myself, like, if you, like, you know, all, all I think, you know, all I have to do is help one person in this process. And then it's worth all my time, all my energy. 
And when I, when I really started to really like embody that feeling, I ended up publishing my book. And once I published my book, I kind of went on a little like, you know, just it, things started to snowball. All of a sudden I hear about NFTs and I do a lot of research on them. I tell myself, you know, I'll get to them later, but <laughs> it, it ends up being later was now. So, <laughs> right. so here we are now and I'm, I'm making <laughs> NFTs. I'm, I'm illustrating books ta- and writing books, talking to people and yeah. Awesome, awesome. Um, did I, I? You didn't mention your name. I wanted. I wanted you to say it because I wanted the correct pronunciation. I didn't want to gotcha, be wrong. Gotcha. Did I say? Did I say it right? Caleb Kinnard. Uh, yeah, Caleb Kinnard. Like, Caleb. I mean, Kinnard. You're, you're saying it right. <laughs> okay. No, yeah. I mean, I want to say how you say it, so I don't. I don't want to get it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that's interesting. Um, let me back up a little. Basketball. You said uh, basketball. You 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 didn't see a future in that uh, for while you were doing it. Or, or what, what was that? What took you out of basketball? So I, I, you know, so here's the thing. I, I walked on to the school I'm at. I'm playing, I played at a division two school, but even though I was walking on and things, I still had in my mind, like, I'm going to go play professionally, whether that's overseas, whether that's in the NBA or G league or something. Mm-hmm. I knew the whole time, like my ambition and my work ethic will get me to where I wanted to go. It ended up not, but I ended up transferring those, that mindset. Um, but I was, I mean, I did see a future for the longest. I was thinking I'm going to go overseas and I'm going to make money playing basketball. That's, that's every, every basketball player's dream. And yeah. just throughout, you know, I, eventually I realized that like I've always wanted to be more entrepreneurial and do just things my own way and pave my own path. And once I really started to realize that basketball became more of just like a hobby. Okay. Okay. So that, that's when you started seeing that, uh, this wasn't going to get you to where you wanted to be. So, so you're, you just, change your path into into being an entrepreneur and now where now they okay entrepreneur <laughs> let me let me back up a little to uh, your book you didn't you said you, you published a book what was the name of this book if, if we may know it so it's called pluto's big adventure um What's, it's about pluto the planet okay. yeah and essentially a quick little you know story without giving up all the the good stuff um, okay okay pluto is <laughs> he's you know, we all know pluto like this planet that's a dwarf planet too small so what pluto's being told is you know you're too small you're, you're not you're not one of us from all the other planets oh, and okay. pluto kind of goes out on his own little adventure and he ends up seeing the universe which i kind of use as a reference to god and the universe tells him like pluto you're perfect as you are and kind of throughout that process that was me telling myself that really mm. awesome this is a little fact did you know that Pluto hasn't even done a fool around since like the 1800s? I don't even know how long it's been because it takes like, really, <laughs> I, want, I don't want to be wrong, but it takes over 300 years for it to do a full circle around the sun. So since modern uh, times, Pluto hasn't even done a full turn into since it's been discovered. That's when it was <laughs> since it's been discovered. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Jeez. I, I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's something like that. I could be wrong on the day on the numbers of the days, but it hasn't since it was discovered. It hasn't even gone around a full a full circle around the sun. That's crazy how far away it is from us. That too, is crazy. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, but isn't it isn't it that they don't consider a planet no more? Isn't it just like yeah? What do they um, consider it now? I think I, I believe that now Pluto is called like a dwarf planet. Oh, okay, um, is that another category? Pluto, has to be? Yeah, yeah, just like a, a different category for smaller planets. I guess I really don't know all the the science behind it. <laughs> We're just assuming. All right, it's all right. No worries. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yeah. So the the book uh, the the book is what you what you got um, now in the, the process of publishing it, or or it's already out there. 
Yeah, it's published on Amazon. Um, the second I heard about Amazon KDP, um, for any like authors listening, they probably know about it. It's you can publish a book on Amazon for very cheap. What and is K KDP? What is that? It's a so it stands for Kindle Direct Publishing. Um, essentially, like it's it's just a way to self-publish. That really, I mean, you can you can order books from them if you want. You can do more of a drop shipping model if you want. I do more drop shipping than than that because I'm more. That's just more my style, I guess. But, um, yeah, the second I heard about that, I mean, in theory, for some people, it could be free to publish a book on there. For so, me, it cost about $70 just to have someone format it for me. And mm. when I heard about that, I was like, there's no reason for me not to because I knew, and I like this is something I'm still working on, obviously, but I knew that I, I can use social media to get people there as yeah. opposed to, you know, going through like a more traditional route and having a publisher and I, I like being able to control my name, control my branding, and control my message of my book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it, that's the most. That's the important thing that you have control of of your product, and uh, you don't give it to mm -hmm. anybody because anybody else is just gonna want to do what they feel is right. And then your book is not gonna be your book no more. It's gonna be whatever right. they decided it, that it was gonna be, and it's not yours no more. Yeah. And they'll do what they think will make money too. And uh, I mean, for me, it's not about money it's more about the impact really the and message that's what i never want to lose i always want to keep you know if, if at the end of the day if someone doesn't like my book that's okay like it, it, all i care about is the people that that, that did like read it. it and the kids that read it and yeah and, and they get something from it of course that i think that's the goal for all of us and it seems like you have already passed that stage of like of worrying like what are they going to think about me <laughs> yeah i mean i think that a lot of artists creators and just creatives of all types have that, you know, inherent like anxiety for lack of a better term. Of, Imposter you know, syndrome. Like just, yeah. 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 Things like that. Like, am, am I good enough? Is actually, uh, you know, like I'm thinking of making a podcast. Am I, am I a podcast host? Like, but at the end of the day, like you are whatever you want to be. Like, you, I mean, honestly, right. I mean, if you, if you write a caption on your Instagram, I think you're a writer. If you write okay. something in your notes, then I think you're a writer. Um, there's Creativity levels, for so me you, is really whatever you want it to be. So, so there, but there's there, there's levels to where the pros the pros are at, and there's the levels to where the people that want to be pros are heading to, and then there's the lower levels or the beginners, of course, right? There we go. All right, that's better. <laughs> Zoom just doesn't like us. I, it just seems like, like it, right? <laughs> it seems like it doesn't want to it doesn't want to cooperate with us. <laughs> yeah, uh, where were we at? Okay, no, um, was, you're talking about you know. Oh, that there's levels. levels, right? And that's it. And that's where the fun is at, like the path and the and, and where you grow. Mm -hmm. And that's what I'm noticing about this. I'm not claiming to be a pro, but I've been doing this since 2019, and I'm far from where I want to be. But um, I, I've enjoyed the process. And I mentioned mm -hmm. uh, imposter syndrome earlier, but that's because that's something. Uh, uh, even now starting, it, it, I guess it's, that's when it's worse, but it doesn't go away wherever, whatever, whatever level you're at, I guess. And do you think that's a healthy, yeah. that's a healthier thing to have for, for, for mm. at least for your mindset? Do you think? I think it's, it's something that that's going to be there no matter what. I think even, like whether it's healthy or not, I mean, it, it's always good to balance it with, confidence i guess and and almost in a way cockiness um like just like anything every, everything's a balance but with that being said i mean like i published my first book and now i'm on to nfts and then boom the imposter syndrome comes back i mean it's always gonna 
it's always going to be there in just a different, a different way. And what I think really is it's more about understanding it and understanding right. why it's there and why you have those limiting beliefs and the thoughts of that. I'm not good enough. I can't do this. And when you understand why you can take the next step of really just ignoring it and, and, and being <laughs> conscious of that, those voices in your head and just still like, you're like, you're in control of them. They're not controlling you anymore. Yeah. I, right before, uh, cause like I, like I told, like I mentioned earlier as well, that I took a, a break from doing this. It, it wasn't a, I guess, yeah, I took a break, but it was cause I was moving too. So, you know, I used mm -hmm. that as an excuse to why I stopped. Um, but, uh, it, it's not an excuse, but it, it shouldn't be an excuse. I should say, but I use it as, um, but I noticed it, that, that they got to a point where I had completely stopped doing anything where I was like, should I even start doing it? Or should I even, should, should, should I even keep doing this at all? And, mm -hmm. you know, I kept thinking of all the time that I've invested already, not to mention the money and, and some of the equipment that I already have, you know, not to mention that. And, and that burden outweighed the thought of me quitting. And even, even as of yesterday, I was like, should I start, should I just pick something else to do? Cause like, like, like I, like I was telling my wife, I enjoy having this conversation. I have fun all the time. Every conversation mm -hmm. that I've had with anybody that I've talked to, I've, I've enjoyed it. There hasn't been a time where I'm like, mm, I don't know about you. I don't really <laughs> like you. There hasn't been that person, you know? Um, but I'm, but the thought of, of, of not at least seeing if, it, if I can make, some capital off of this or, or, or make something out of it, at least, you know, make, make something good out of it. Then I don't want to live with the, what could have have been if I would have kept going. Mm -hmm. And like I said, I started back in 2019, like in December, 2019, I remember the first day that I uploaded one. It was, it was the December 3rd, but, uh, I started like a month earlier when I started recording. Oh man, it was bad. It, It, I, it's not, I'm not saying that it's any better now, but it was worse then. So, you know, I understand <laughs> that I progressed now because I, when I did my first recording, I recorded about 30 minutes worth of material. Right. And mm -hmm. by the time I was done with, with it completely, I think I had like eight minutes because there was so many, um, um, and so a lot of silent moments and, you know, and, and <laughs> now that I'm, that I'm two years into it, I've seen the progress. I've seen that uh, now I can, I can keep a thought going. And, and if I don't, if that thought is done in my brain, I'll, I can transfer it to something else. And mm -hmm. that's an ability that I, you, that I I've also, I mean, I'm not saying I'm an expert at it, but I'm also learning, but I know more about it now than when I started. And I just didn't want to live with that. With like, okay, I started that. I know that. And, and now I'm just going to, keep doing my regular job and that's what i was going right. to ask you earlier what what do you did you ever get to do a regular job or you just from basketball to trying to look to be an entrepreneur or, or did you do a regular job I, i mean i actually i'm i'm in an internship right now um okay so i'm still like i have a internship that goes actually for like until this month ends but after that i'm looking to be really a full-time entrepreneur but i mean we'll see how that goes mm. um If it happens, it happens. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Like you said, it's just enjoying the process. Right, um, right. The way, like the way I see it too, is that that regret aspect is huge. I mean, I never want to regret something, and like or look back and say, you know, 
I, what if I was a month away of posting until my big break? Or what if I was like two posts away from the one that got me seen from someone that needed to see it? And then the person that saw it got me something that was going to make me a hundred thousand dollars in another month or something. Like you never know what can happen. And the way I see it is if you're willing to hustle and like, just be like, honestly ambitious about your goals, then, and I I think the key is though, you have to let yourself believe that whatever you're envisioning can happen. I think a lot of people don't think that. I think a lot of people think, you know, oh, people that are successful get lucky and stuff, Mm -hmm. but for sure there's that with, with everything. Yeah. I mean, with everything, like, even if you want to, if you're getting your degree, you have to believe that you can get your degree. And it's the same thing with being a content creator of any type. If you, if you believe that whatever you're envisioning can happen, then you can make it happen. Yeah, definitely. Uh, You believe and put in the time for work. Oh like, yeah. Yeah. Cause yeah. I, cause I mean, there's, there's a group of people that you, that they sit there and they say, we believe that I can do this and, but they're not putting in the work and then they wonder what's going on. That why are they seeing any, any, uh, pro any, any, any profits on, on, on whatever their, their goal to attain is, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think they have to be understanding of, you know, maybe for, you know, say you're a model or something and, and you post on Instagram, once a month i tried like that. and you and right <laughs> but, but there's people that but there's people that think that that's a lot of work and i think it's, it comes with a degree of self-awareness to understand you know i am putting in work but if i want to make this what i want it to be and i want it to happen sooner rather than later then i have to be posting two times a day three times a day who like who knows how much however much you can really yeah. and still maintain a good mindset yeah you know what I will say that the, the, the modeling on Instagram and, and any type of content creation for, for uh, social media, it, it's really not hard work, but it's just consistent work. You know, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. doing this, when I, when I didn't know anything, it, it, it would take me, like, like I said, two hours to, to fix 30 minutes just to upload it. It would take me that long because I didn't know anything about it. But now I could probably do it in less than less than an hour. I could probably prepare something in mm-hmm. less than an hour, depending on, on, on the recording or how long it is. Um, it, that, that also depends. But like I said, 30 minutes, it would take me two hours to do back when I started. Um, and uh, the, but the, key to, the key in my mind is that you loved it, you know, like like as long as you like you said, it's consistent work. So it's not necessarily hard work, but it's consistent and you have to love it and then it's not going to be hard because if you love what you do, then it's just fun. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what, that's what I've always have had in my brain, in my, in my mind, find something that you have fun and that you enjoy doing and the profits will come. I, I, I've had mm-hmm. it in my mind. I just never put it into play because I mean, at first when I graduated from high school, all I wanted to do was the drink and party. That was it. That was the most important thing for me. So you know, school to, for me went out the window right after high school. I just <laughs> get to work. That's it. And mm-hmm. I, I, there's a part of me that regrets that, but there's a part of me that doesn't because those events had led me to who I am today. And, and I like to think that I enjoy who I am today. I just want to be in a better position, you know, right. and, and who I was back then has has put me in the path to where I want to go today, and, mm-hmm. and and 
it, and what I was saying is that it it uh, I hate that I that I that I went through what I went through, but I also appreciate it. Yeah, I mean the process. Like mm -hmm. the way I see it, bro, is like so. Right now, I'm 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 making a series called TikTok called like uh, day. I think I'm on day ten. Day ten of working on NFTs until I'm financially free. Yeah, and get to that. <laughs> when I get to financial freedom, my mind's gonna go right to the next the next process, the next goal. And then when I get to whatever next goal, it's gonna go right to the next one. Mm -hmm. So like, it's really in my mind, just about enjoying the process of life, really. I mean, like, cause everything goes from one thing to another, to another, to another. And it all like plays off of each other in unique and beautiful ways, honestly. Yeah. And when you really slow down and like, look at what's happening around you, like you said, like, you know, looking back on your early videos and saying like, wow. I mean, I look back on my TikTok videos anyway. that I made I honestly Last year on a whole different account. <laughs> I honestly don't even want to look at them. <laughs> it, it makes you cringe a little bit sometimes. Yeah. Doesn't it? Even the new, I'm not saying like, <laughs> like I keep saying, I know that I'm not where I want to be, but I'm progressing. And I know that if I look back into the old videos, then I, I would, like you said, I would cringe. And I, and even looking at mm -hmm. whatever I did a month ago, I, I cringe at now too, you know, because I feel like, yeah. Every every episode I do, I, I, I take something in and, and, and it helps me grow inside. And that's when mm -hmm. my imposter syndrome kicks in too. When I'm when there gets to the point where I'm feeling I'm feeling confident. Oh, I'm I'm killing this. I'm getting I'm talking to a lot of different people on a on a on a on a regular basis. And and, and right. when I when I feel like I'm 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 getting into the into the rhythm where where I got somebody every other day to talk to that's when my imposter syndrome kicks in. Something in me starts telling me, maybe you should stop doing this. This is a lot of work. It's getting to be too much. Maybe mm -hmm. you're tired. Your regular job is just getting to you. All those things start start coming in my mind. And, and, and like I said, the last time it happened, I let it get to me. And that's why I kind of stopped doing it for, like a, for that long. I, didn't, I, didn't, I don't think right. I really needed to stop a month. But unfortunately, I did. Um, but the way it I happens. see it, Snowballs. Yeah, exactly. But the way I like to see it is just like if I drop there right there, I'm going to pick it up and just keep going from there. Yeah. Yeah. And that's really how it is, too. And people don't understand that as well. I mean, if I were to stop illustrating right now and I picked it up in a month, I mean, I didn't lose my skills. I just have to like it's like riding a bike, you know, yeah, like yeah. you just have to find the rhythm again. Exactly. And like with imposter syndrome, I mean, like it's always going to be there. And I mean, we all let it get to us at some point. I mean, like there's been times where I go on breaks from posting anywhere, or I just go MIA for a little bit. And during those times I'm sitting there knowing like, why am I not posting? Why am I not making content? Why am I not working on something? And I, I think that's part of the process as well, though. I mean, and that's something also to be enjoyed and to be just viewed with, with grace and honestly, like, and, and looking at yourself with through a lens of like, I'm going to get to where I want to get eventually. If I take a month off, a week off, that's really not that much time in the grand scheme of things, but it's always up to us to get the rhythm going back towards where we want it to go. Right. That's the important thing. Like if you dropped it, like just pick it back up and keep going. That's, that's the important yeah. thing to keep, keep going again. Yeah. Um, so your NFTs. Now I keep hearing the, the word and I keep seeing videos of people talking about them and giving information about it. Now I understand what it is, so I understand mm -hmm. it's it's digital artwork that you can trade. 
Um, and uh, is it Ethereum that that's the only one that you could trade with, or is there another one that you could trade um, with? Well, most most are using Ethereum. Some use Solana. There's Polygon. There's a lot of options, really. Oh, okay, okay. I thought it was just Ethereum, the only option. <laughs> Excuse me. So, how does it work, more or less? Like the like the process of creating. Yes, let's start with that. Yeah, because I, like I said, I want to. I want to. I mean, I don't. I I hope I'd. Because I know you do a course as well, right? I I, I don't want to. Yeah. I don't yeah. want you to teach me here. I just want you to no, that's inform right. me. I, that's <laughs> what I'm looking for. Just information. You see, uh, I just want to pick your yeah. brain with that. With that, go ahead. So I guess I'll start. You know, with very basic for people listening, because I know you probably know more than the average person. Um, like NFT stands for non fungible token. Of course. Um, they're like you said, digital assets, and really, my process was, I mean, I looked through some marketplaces for for a little bit. And when I first saw them, I was like, I mean, this is some great art, but I think I can make something in here as well. Mm -hmm. And when I first started to think about that, I started to look at some projects and think, you know, what could I do with what I have now? Because I don't have a million dollars to invest into this, but what can I do to provide some value for people? And when I started thinking towards that, I was like, you know, I'll, I, I, all my art and all my, my illustrations and, and books and stuff have a spiritual component to them. And I wanted to take that to the NFT space. Mm-hmm. So essentially for me, I chose OpenSea.io. It's a, it's a marketplace. It's the most popular one. And that's why I chose it. Um, essentially you mint it and you're making it part of the blockchain in is, that minting process. That's okay. Okay. Yeah. And so you, as an artist though, or a creator, you can set royalty rates. Um, so I have mine set at 10% right now. So, I mean, I sold my first NFT the other day for around 0.02 ETH, which is like $80. But say someone were to say that buyer, which I hope to be able to create for that person, and I know I will, say that buyer sells it for like 100000 10000 or something one day. And say they sell it for $100,000. i will make 10000 off of that resale because I have the royalty rate at 10%. Wait, and wait, that's wait. why I think for, for creators... Wait, let, 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 okay... So even though after you made that money after selling it to them, if they sell it for that money, you you will make money as well. Now, yeah. Now does this person essentially it's a contract, right? Now does this person have to turn around and be like, "All right, here's your part," or it automatically comes to you? Automatically. Um. So with with like the the blockchain, it's set so right now at ten percent for me. So say they sold it for a hundred dollars, I'd automatically get $10 of Ethereum into my wallet. Mm, okay. All right. But you are no longer the owner of that image or are you still the owner of that, of that uh, NFT? Um. So now that person owns the unique asset. I mean, I'm under the, the impression that I can still go and, you know, post it if I want and things like that. But there are certain smart contracts and stuff that people use actually, which is pretty cool where, so say I say I made a Pluto uh, NFT, mm-hmm. and I said in the contract, if you buy this, then you can use it on merchandise or, or a commercial or anything like that. Like you can use my characters. So there's there's different levels to what you want to do, but but for me right now it's very basic and very standard. I'm not doing any sort of coding or anything. So for me right now, I it's to my belief that I can continue to use my artwork. Mm. <laughs> <clears throat> Excuse me. Now that image that you said that you just so what, what was that? Is that the 
the one for the metaverse that you have that, that I saw on your TikTok? Yeah. Oh, that's a yeah, nice picture. Yeah, that's that one. <laughs> that was nice. <laughs> thank you. Thank I, you. I like I like how you put the zeros in the back and everything, and you made it and you put the words in the middle. It's a, it's a nice picture, <laughs> and the image itself in I the middle, that. no eyes. It's just listening. Yeah, I, I got the message yep. from yep. that. Yeah, you know what? I'm glad that's important. Most of us are re all of us, I guess I should say, most of us. I let's not put everybody. But let's. I don't even know what I'm saying <laughs> now. But <laughs> I'm trying to say is most of us don't even are not good at that. We're, we're not good at listening. And that's, mm -hmm. that's another mm -hmm. reason why I wanted to do the podcast because I'm the worst person at listening. You tell me something right now, I'll forget a minute later. Um, that's how it is with my wife. And she tells me something I told you earlier. Come on. I, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm, I, I'm bad at listening and I wanted to get good at, at, at listening and having conversations because the job that I do mm -hmm. on the regular, I'm a I do construction. So I'm a construction worker. So I do a very minimum talking to a lot of people. Now, right. a lot of people will tell, a lot of people that know me will tell you he doesn't talk much because <laughs> I really don't. Um, I want to talk to people that I find uh, interesting, that are learning mm -hmm. things. And most people I'm around with, they're happy with their life, with their app because they're not seeking to do more than what they're doing. They're just seeking for the next position to advance in whatever job they're doing. And that's not what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. um, like I say, like I tell everybody, I enjoy what I do. I have fun. I have no problem getting up in the morning and going to work. But, mm -hmm. but I don't want to keep doing that shit no more. I want to wake <laughs> up and go drop my kids off at school and come back home and make some moves and make some money that's the goal where i want to go mm -hmm. or i want to be able to have a conversation with somebody in some way somehow uh whether it's through ads or whatever the case may be then make some capital on that and and make a profit off of that as well that's what i'm mm -hmm. looking for i'm like i said i enjoy what i do but it's i don't want to be there <laughs> and yeah that's another <clears throat> reason why like i was saying that that i jumped into doing podcasts because I get to talk, you get to talk to different people. You get to talk to whoever you want. Yeah. I mean, people on just like different walks of life. And I think it's always unique though. like me and you, we're doing very different things, of course. but in a way we're doing the same thing. I mean, we're, we're, we're wanting to spread a positive message to others. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, the way I see it is like, if you're a creator of any type, then like, it's just up to you to double down on what you want to do. I mean, like you were saying about your job, like none of us, I know, I mean, some people may, but I don't think a lot of people dream of working a nine to five their whole life. And I think that people get comfortable and complacent in that process. And it's, it's easier and it feels safer to say, instead of starting my own venture, making a podcast, making a book, I'll, I'll sit there and I'll, you know, I'll think about getting a promotion and mm -hmm. that'll be where I'll put all my energy and all my effort. And what you said about, you know, like the people talking to people around you is, is difficult. I feel that a hundred percent because I mean, in college right now, like everyone around me, they all want to talk about getting girls or drinking. And I want to talk about NFTs and, and, and life lessons and stuff with people. Yeah. And I mean, it, it makes me feel like an outcast, yeah. but in the same, the same way, it's also my biggest strength. Yeah. So I think when you realize, you know, these parts of yourself that are different are also like, they're everything that you need to be and everything that you want to be, then like you can really embrace that, that shadow aspect of yourself and make it into a light.
Yeah. Yeah, because you know what? The uh, I like, uh, like I said, I like talking to people that are in different paths. But uh, the conversations where I'm like, I, I have more information on, you're going to laugh, are conspiracies. <laughs> so that, <laughs> I... I I, w- I wouldn't say I have 100% inf- information, but I have a lot of bro science in that. And mm-hmm. I, I'll, s- I'll, sit down, I'll sit down here with a flat, with a person that believes that the earth is flat. Um, I don't know if we believe mm-hmm. that or not, but <laughs> I'm just saying, I'll sit down with that person and have a conversation, not even a debate, just the conversation about it. And, and, mm-hmm. and that, that's what I'm interested in, just seeing how people think. But where I was going with what I'm saying, that I enjoy having conspiracy uh, conversations is people that I work around with, they're just not into that. And mm-hmm. when, when you're having a conversation with them and they're saying something and you know, you want to throw a little fact that you know, or that you've heard or that you understand or, or whatever the case may be, or even as a joke, they're not going to understand the premise of, of whatever the comment is, because that's not yeah. what they're into. They're all into like, I'm going to do my job and this is my life. And that's what I want to do. And it's not my job and go home and watch yeah. Netflix. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. If that's what you want to do, well, you know, mm-hmm. by all means do what you want. That's that's we're free. We, we can do whatever we want. And, but, uh, as far as growth, there has to be something that helps you grow no matter what you're doing. I think. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, you know, and it, at the end of the day, people, I think people have a lack of accountability and I think that they, they get so comfortable that they, they forget that it's, it is possible to do whatever you want. Like mm-hmm. it's so easy to sit in bed all day or sit on the couch all day when you get home from working your exhausting job. I mean, especially you as a construction worker, like <laughs> that's physical labor. Yeah. So imagine if, if, if you can do it, then someone that works at a desk can come home and work on something well, because just, there's, there really is no excuse. Just a little fact that now that you're saying that the last, Three days that have it's been twelve hour days on my regular job, and I came home and sat down here and work on this like like I'm doing right now, and you know I. That's why for like the weekends, I pick that I'm not gonna do this for the on only on Saturdays. I'll give that date to my kids. I like just like the whole day I'll spend mm-hmm. it with them because I feel bad for them because I'm like I get home from work and I come in here in the garage and sit down and and just do this. And, and, and yeah. I feel like I neglect them, neglect them, but I, in reality, I, I, I guess you could say I am, but in the, in, in reality, it's, it's also teaching them a lesson, you know, like follow what mm-hmm. you want to do, find, find a passion. And that's what I, I try yeah. to embrace to them. You know, they're, they're uh, nine and seven, you know, so it's, it's the time where, where you got to start pushing them in the path to, to do something other than just let him run wild. Like, uh, I don't know about you, but they let me run wild. Not in the sense like, like they left, they let me go like wherever I wanted. No, they weren't telling me, uh, pick a path, do something. All their, all their thing was like just school, 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 you know? Mm -hmm. And there's nothing wrong Mm -hmm. with school. I'm not saying that there's nothing wrong with school, but there's more to it than just school. Yeah. I mean, the way I see it is like, School, it, it, it is good. You know, it's a great thing, but for everybody, it's not. I mean, the yeah. way it's set up isn't. Like, the way, like school is really, it's, it's all based on, like, achievement. Mm-hmm. And I really think it needs to be based more on experience. Because I think if you think about school, like, it's, it's, a, it's supposed to be about learning. Yeah. But I'm not learning anything from taking the SAT. But I, do, I learn more from doing things that I'm doing right now. Like, or talking with you. Mm-hmm. Or 
or you know looking up YouTube videos on how to how to publish a book. Like that is that's actual value and actual knowledge that I'm learning. Mm -hmm. I and some people like us and people like entrepreneurs. I think we also learn better from experience oftentimes too. Like like doing things and you know like posting on TikTok and all of a sudden a video blows up. Posting on Instagram, experimenting with Facebook ads. Like I I, I don't learn well when I'm sitting there and hearing about theories on things. I learn best when I am. I'm, I'm, my hands are getting dirty and I'm, and I'm experimenting on what I want to do. I think it's the best way to learn. I mean, Oh yeah. I, I, I hate, I hate to bash on math, but, uh, I don't see any X plus Y equals Z or something like that out in the real world. You know, I know right. if you're going to become like a scientist, I know that that's needed. Like, yeah, you should learn that if you're going to become a scientist. But, uh, if I'm going to be a construction worker, like, but again, most of us don't even know what we're going to do at the time. So I guess it's kind of good right. that it gets introduced, right, to, to, to see what you like. But, but at school, to me, it's not, a, it's not pushed on so you could uh, pick a path. It's just like so you could, uh, so you could stay in line and follow what you, what you need to do. And that's what I, I think mm -hmm. most of us were taught to do, just follow in line yeah. and just do what you need to do. And I guess that's Continue, kind of, like advancing. Yeah. It, in a way it, it is good. Cause it teaches you to be, to uh, have discipline in a way. Right. But uh, yeah, if you look at it the other way, I guess it doesn't work. See, that's why I also like doing this. Cause I'll say something. And as it's coming out of my mouth, I'm like, wait, that's, that could be wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. I know what you mean though. And yeah, I mean, school, like the way I see it, it's like, you know, if you're, you're moving up one grade at a time, And if you, if you, if you aren't, if you're behind, you know, all of a sudden you're deemed a failure. Mm -hmm. And, but in reality, you might, the school system might be failing you, honestly. I mean, like so many entrepreneurs and, and people who are creative in all types, I don't think school is made for us. I think it's made for people that, you know, want to be a lawyer, want to be a nurse, a doctor, mm -hmm. people that need to go to school and actually learn some like things that are crucial for their job. But like, if I'm sitting here as an entrepreneur, I don't understand why I need to be in a English 101 class. <laughs> right. You're not going to, you're not going to be a writer per se. Right. 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 Even though you are a writer and doing entrepreneurship. So, you know, so yeah, it might I, have I, still, been... <laughs> I still don't like writing classes. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. See, it's a, it's a, it's a conflict of interest, right? <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Um, so, but as far as entrepreneur, you're just looking into like crypto. Are you looking into real estate or, or what else are you looking into? The way, I mean, honestly, I am open for everything and anything. Like I, I've always hated the notion that I think it's another thing that's kind of pushed onto us when we're younger, that you have to pick something and stick to it, even if you're an entrepreneur. And mm -hmm. I mean, I made a book, I'm doing NFTs tomorrow. I could start a, a record label tomorrow or the next day. I, you know, I, I could want to do. Like I could want to own a coffee shop. Like I'm always open to just being doing whatever I feel called to do. Cause I think when, when you listen to that calling and you follow that intuition, that's when you're going to find your success. Even if, you know, I have 22,000 followers or 20,000 followers on TikTok that want to hear me talk about NFTs. Say tomorrow I decide to switch it up and talk about shoes and they all unfollow me. That's okay. Like it has to be, you have to be like the, the shoe humble guy, enough, I guess. Yeah, the shoe guys are going to come right after they leave. So it's all right. Exactly. 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 I mean, you're, you would, you, you're going out and attracting what you want. Really. That's how yeah. I see it. Like you can, you can be whatever you want and you can do a mixture of things. And I mean, for now though, I am, I am going to stick with crypto and NFTs 
Um, I want to make, I want to really build something special around the NFT world. Um, I, I'm figuring it out every single day. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Now that you're getting into NFTs, how do you think, what do you think of the metaverse? Man, that is something that is so like interesting to me. I mean, it's the way I think about it is like, it's, it's, those future movies that you read about or you watch and, and the well, sci-fi the books, like that's real now. The movie, the Matrix. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. It, literally, literally. Um, and that's what, that's what life is a metaverse is kind of based on too. Um, but the metaverse. So here's, here's really my, my truth with the metaverse. I think it's, it's going to be a very, very compelling way for people to escape. Um, I think we have social media right now and people spend about 50% of their time on there. Just, mm-hmm. just throwing the number out there, not actual fact or anything. Don't worry. Let's, that, let's that's assume what we talk 50%. about, facts. Yeah. That's, those are the facts yeah. we give, so don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's assume it's 50%, you know? Right. And then when the metaverse comes and it's in the internet and, and being social and all this stuff is a 3D immersive world, right, it's right. going to be, you know, 80%. So I, I took it upon myself, really. And the way I think about all this space is, like, we need people now when it's early to – to make it a, a vessel for good in the space, mm-hmm. to make it a, pl- a place where people can develop and, and, and learn about themselves and, and become mindful. And that's really my, my goal in this space is to, to use it as a way to inspire good and, and help people understand their true power. Yeah. That, that's, that's the thought in the, in the perfect world, right? So that everybody gets used right. to that. Um, now, as far as, uh, I don't know if I don't know if you've heard anything about this, but this is just another dumb fact that I, I told you. I like talking about uh, conspiracies, right? Uh, so it is. Oh, I, I can talk about them too. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. No, but what I was gonna say is uh, that they say uh, that a lot of uh, the cartels in Mexico they they move their money in, in cryptocurrency and NFTs. That's where they're moving their money a lot. So do you think that the government's gonna put their hands into that because of that reason? Because they could easily do that. Or, I mean, I don't know if they could easily do it. I don't know what the hell they could do. <laughs> right. I mean, I don't think it will be because of that reason. And I'm, I've heard that a lot, you know, that this is a space where people just do some money laundering. And I'm sure they do. But, hmm. I mean, that's the way I see it. Like, if, if, if it wasn't NFTs, it'd be something else. And yeah, it's, it's, if the it's government the really, the really cared enough, yeah. And if they really cared enough, they would do it with, what, with whatever they were doing before NFTs came along. Well, um, they were. That's I think the if, thing, if though. They, Really? Okay, yeah. I didn't. I didn't. I mean, I didn't know that. No, well, the, they were the doing. They were. They they were the, the the cartels were money laundering before oh, even yeah. the NFT. That's what I meant. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And I mean, the way I think about it is like, like as it develops, it's going to become more mainstream, and it's going to be way more than just that. I mean, I'm sure people were money laundering on the internet when it first came out in some ways, yeah, and like sure. NFTs are really just the next step of it and it's so early right now so people may be doing that and i mean that's that's their business and i hope yeah, not to course. come across any of them <laughs> <laughs> right right but yeah like, like 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 we were talking about earlier like you you're you stay in your path and uh whatever comes your way then uh you know that either whether it's good or bad if it's good keep it if it's bad you know just push it out of the way that's that's how i think it's not i don't have any I guess any questions on that? It was just like something I thought of, like the people were doing, like <laughs> now. Was, yeah. Anyways, but yeah, the 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 NFTs. It, it's something that I still don't get to jump into because, like I said earlier, I have no clue how to make it or 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 where to buy them. I know I've recently learned of one. It's a uh, oh, 
now I'm lying because I forgot the name of it, but it's, <laughs> I, I think I have it written down here. Oh, man. Uh, I don't, I don't, oh, yeah, I do. MetaMask, right? Is that, you use mm -hmm. MetaMask or, or is that the one you mentioned yep. earlier? Yep, that's, that's what I use, MetaMask. Okay. It's very easy. I mean, there's even a phone app for people that don't have like a laptop or anything. I recommend using a laptop, but it's it's so easy to connect to a, a marketplace and you can buy Ethereum like like that. Oh, okay. All right, that's that that one I just found out about this week because like I said, I kept hearing about it, but I was like, eh, next video. Eh, next video. <laughs> <laughs> the usual, you know. Well, usually what I like, any, mm -hmm. but like I, what I use, uh, the excuse I spend a lot of time on TikTok is it's for the reason that I that I, that that I, that I do the podcast. I try to find a like I said, if I see a video that somebody made and I thought it was interesting, the video they made or, or the comments that they made in the video, like and I want to talk to them. I'm like, oh, I want to talk to this person. I'll send them a message, see what they say. And there's nothing mm -hmm. like I I don't I don't want to be rude or anything, but I didn't do any 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 deep research about you or what you do or anything like that. That's right, why I was right. like, you're only into <laughs> NFTs. I didn't even know you were a, a, a author, you know, which is it's great really? to know now that that, that you do that because because <laughs> it's something uh, that I had in the back of my mind. Like maybe I could write a book, but what the hell would I imagine to write a book about? You know, there's plenty of things mm -hmm. I guess now. You know, now now that I'm saying it out loud, I'm thinking, well, there's plenty of things that you can write about. Um, but if if I wouldn't have had this conversation, that thought would have probably never came out of my mouth, you know, or my or my head, or wherever wherever you want to see that it comes from. Yeah, and I mean everything happens for a reason. And yeah, I mean, I'm like, I if you ever want to talk about the process of publishing, like. The way I see it, like if you have a book idea, then there's no excuse not to not to make one. I mean, not like coming at you or anything. I know you have, to yeah. have like a million ideas, <laughs> oh, but like man. for people that are listening, <laughs> the only like problem if, if they have that. Go ahead. I'm sorry. My bad. You, you go. No, no, no. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Okay. I cut you off. I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> you're good. You're good. No, you're good. I was just gonna say for people that are listening, like if they have that one idea, and you know you've had it for like a long, long time, and there's no reason not to publish it on somewhere cheap. Right. That's, that's how I see it. Right. You know what you said earlier that, you know, that I have a lot of ideas. Yes, I have a lot of ideas. The only problem is I never write them down. <laughs> and then I'm over here like, wait, I had this idea. What was it? What was it? It's just gone and it'll never come back. Sometimes they do come back, you know, but for the most part, they're gone. <laughs> and when, when I write down the ideas that I get, I feel like uh, it makes me accountable like to look more yeah. into it some yeah for the most part but for the mo for other times it's just like I'll write it down and I'll just keep it there cuz it probably wasn't as important as as other ideas and my other problem is that uh for the most part I it takes me forever to to jump to jump into it jump into it and that's another <laughs> thing like it, like podcast for example uh I've said it before but I'll say it again um I start I want I in 2016 no, 2014 is when I found out about podcasts. In 2016, I was like, all right, I'm going to do podcasts. So I went I went and I bought me some <laughs> microphones that I could hook up to my phone because I didn't have any anything to do anything. I didn't even have a laptop. All I had was a phone. So I got me some small, little, some small microphones, and th that's what I was using, um, what I tried to use. <laughs> Be because... <laughs> 
in in that I, I I used to take him to work just like with the excuse that I was going to practice. But in in a couple of weeks after I had got him, I I lost him. I lost the microphones. I didn't know where, where they were, and the thought of podcasting went away again and again in 2019, like around May. That's when I got the itch again because I kept listening mm -hmm. to podcasts, right? But I just I just dreaded the work that it was going to take to learn. And but in 2013, like I was saying, in May, I picked it back up and I was like, I want to do it again. So I bought me another set of mics. And then like around October, I, I met I, I reconnected with an old friend and, you know, he, he was telling me that he was also in the path of an entrepreneur and trying to look for something to do, trying to find his path as well. And he kind of held me accountable. He's all like, all right, put a date. When are you going to drop your first episode? And he's all like, and I'll be your first guest. And, you know, that's how we did it. And ever since December 2019, every week I had I dropped at least two episodes, except like the last two months. I've been really lagging it a lot because, like I said, I, I got that that imposter syndrome syndrome that's that's getting to mm -hmm. me right now but i'm trying to push it away you know i just keep i just like i said if i drop it i'm just gonna pick it up wherever i left it off and uh whatever yeah. happens happens and i was gonna mention earlier you said something i forgot it was what was along the lines of but i was gonna say that um i heard a saying in the past that uh it takes ten thousand hours to become a pro at anything so that's what that's how i'm seeing it that's how i'm seeing it I'm just putting in my hours. Mm -hmm. I'm just putting in my hours. Yeah. Episode, every episode I make, I get closer to it. But then again, I also enjoy creating content for like TikTok. And a lot of the times mm -hmm. I second I second guess myself and, and I'm like, ah, this is not good. And I'll just delete whatever I've, I've recorded and I just, it just goes away and, and I just don't do it. And it goes back to what we were talking about earlier, imposter syndrome. That uh, to have mm -hmm. that, that, I mean, like you said, like you said, Everybody has it, but to let it get to you, it's 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 the bad uh, that I guess most of us do. Yeah, I mean, the way I see it is like the first thing that that people learn on their entrepreneurial journey of what, whatever it is, um, and I'm sure you know this too. Like that, the first thing you learn is that the first step is the hardest, and once you take that first step, it gets a million times easier. Yeah, even even if throughout the process it gets way harder, it's still like. You, you feel different. You feel a difference within yourself and you know that you had the courage to do it. And going back to TikTok, like I was, you know, I was so afraid to post on TikTok for the longest. And I mean, now I've been on there for two, three months and I have 20,000 followers. Like on the other side of my fear was everything that I was going for, really. All my goals, like right. the, I've always wanted to, for the past couple of years, I was working to get, build a, a base, a following. And I go on TikTok for two months and I have it. So like at the end of that fear and the end of taking that first step, I remember, I remember after my first video, I was like, this, this felt right. And I even, I could hear my, my voice shaking. I could, I could see the nervousness <laughs> in my eyes, but like, I knew that the more I go, the better I'll be. And, and, and it's, it's happened in a way. Yeah. Yeah. That that's right. Yeah. Cause, cause like I said, like right now I, I dropped it for a month. And I jump, I just jump right back into it. It was easy for me to start jumping in. Like I said, I I, I lost my touch a little, but it, it was easier mm -hmm. to do it than than the first time. Cause like I told you earlier, it took me a recording of two hours. I only got like 30 minutes out of it. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like even even when you know, you take that break, 
that is, it, it almost creates another first step. Like I've taken breaks um, with my, with illustrating. And I'm kind of in one right now with um, a book that I've been working on. And the second that you go back to it is the second that like it starts to snowball again and, and things start working out however they're gonna. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, that's 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 the important thing though to pick it back up whatever goal you have in mind. Even if you dropped it, mm-hmm. uh, just pick it back up wherever you left off, and you know, just hope for the best because you never know. Like the the thing is, it's just keep working at it because you never know if, like you said earlier, if you if you're just one video away to your from getting from where you are to where you want to start going to. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, like anything, you know there's going to be more problems, which mm. honestly, I think, I think we call problems. I think they're just situations that we, we, we label as problems, but like, you know, the second I, I, all of a sudden, you know, I, I, I blew up a little bit on TikTok. Then my social anxiety was like, what the heck just happened? I have, now I have 10,000 <laughs> people who, who are watching me. Like, what am I doing? Right. And, I mean, even, you know, even on podcasts, I took a little break from talking on podcasts and uh, my social anxiety crept back in and it was saying, you know, it's, it's easier not to. So why don't you just, you know, chill a little bit and, and play Xbox all night. But like, like anything, you know, like we've been talking about it is you just have to do it and, and, and understand that voice in your head and listen to it and, and not necessarily listen to it, but like, like feel it, but, but also know that you're not, that's not you. Those are, those are limiting beliefs that were in a way put onto you. Right. Yeah. And it, it, it's part of a, would it be a trauma that you uh, that you went through as a kid that, that that gives you those doubts, right? I mean, whatever whatever mm-hmm. challenges you you embarked as a kid and whatever those challenges did to you, that's what uh, does it to you as, as an adult, you know? And yeah, and, but you don't know There's it so at the much, time. So much knowledge in our childhoods. <laughs> yeah, you know what? I noticed it with my kids because kids are very good at learning things, especially when they're like in their in their like between like four, five, six, seven around there, they pick mm-hmm. things up quick. They, it's not, it's yeah. not an issue for them. Like, Sponges. <laughs> yeah, clear. That's what, that's what I've learned with having kids, you know, but, um, yeah. Uh, what about, uh, you said you like, you like, uh, uh, conspiracies, right? Wait, but let's let the one, the one that's like right now, it's a uh, La Palma. Do you know about that one? The volcano? Mm-mm. What's that one? Oh, mm, no, I've never heard that one. Well, this is recent. There's a volcano that's exploding in La Palma in the Canary Islands in Spain. So the volcano has exploded, and uh, they think it was uh, man-made. Um, really? Yeah, but because uh, the way the 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 earthquake, you know how in the map they they can show you uh, the map and where there are, the earthquakes are happening. I don't know if you know, if you knew about that. Well, in that area, there is like a specific pattern made by the earthquakes. So there's like dots like in a certain pattern, but everybody's saying that that's natural. But if you go look at, a, a, a at other parts of the planet where the seismic, the is a seismic activity is happening. Mm-hmm. The, there's no patterns. There's just like, they're everywhere. Mm-hmm. And it, it, but on the Island, there's like an actual pattern. Like it looks like a box really? and like kind of an error, but it, it just looks weird. Um, I, I didn't know if you've heard about that. I no, thought. I actually haven't. But you <laughs> yeah, know, that's the happening. thing no, about conspiracies. Go on. Um, the, thing, the thing about conspiracies, this compa- ah, sorry, conspiracies that is really like intriguing to me is I think it's 
that people that kind of like enjoy them are people that know that we don't know the truth of, of our reality. Mm-hmm. And I think that we know like that the people that are, you know, in power for lack of a better term or phrase that, that they know things that we don't and they might do things that we don't and we would never know. It, and I always think like it, there's, there's so much more that we don't know, even though we, everyone thinks they know everything. There's so much that no one, that we don't know. And I mean, like any conspiracy could be right. Any, and they all could be wrong. Who knows? They're, they're theories. But they, but you know what's so crazy? Interesting to me. Yeah, I know. You know what's crazy? I don't know if you, if you know the, the Epstein thing right now, right? That's happened. Do you know yeah, about that? One? Yeah. I've heard okay. a little bit about that. Well, back in the nineties, it was only a conspiracy that there was an island where the elite went to do whatever they did over there in that island with Epstein, right? That was mm-hmm. only a conspiracy. Now look what it turned out, that it was real. And it wasn't only mm-hmm. him. I don't know if you know there in Canada, there's another guy, I forgot his name, but it's another rich guy that's like millionaire type of dude that uh, apparently he was he was like probably worse than Epstein. Cause, really? Yeah, because he would... Uh, he would impregnate the, the, the girls, the, the young girls, and have them have an abortion so he could get the fetus out and, fr- and freeze oh, wow. the yeah and freeze the uh, the mother cells so he could inject them in himself to keep staying young. Wow. Yeah. That's just <laughs> absurd. Yeah. So you know those type of things that are that are the things that that's why I find entertainment in conspiracies. Because, you yeah. know, you hear about yeah. these things that have happened and now they turned out to be real, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and you never know. Yeah. It's the reptilians that aren't letting, that aren't letting you be smart and entrepreneur, <laughs> dude. That's what it is. I was thinking about that one earlier, too. <laughs> <laughs> it's the reptilians. Oh, yeah. No. I, I, I enjoy having them. Um, I just find interest in how people think and see them. And mm-hmm. I, I, don't, I don't know. The, the first time I heard about conspiracies, it was... It was uh, it was some some old guy that was telling telling me and a group of other people that I was with at the time, um, that uh, in the seventies the the U.S. Army had touch screen, and they had it in their in their equipment. But in the seventies there was no no touch screen available for anybody. Right. Hell, there was probably there was barely any color TV. Right, it was yellow TV probably at the time. Uh, so it's it's crazy to to know how the things that they had in the past and now they're available to us. It, it conspiracy, mm-hmm. I guess, you know, but I don't yeah. know if it's true yeah. or not. <laughs> I enjoy having it. But anyways, yeah. back to the entrepreneur. So your, your, your goal is what, what's your goal for, to me, my goal in, in I'm talking about like, like lifestyle wise, it's uh mm-hmm. to be able to go to a restaurant and not worry about the bill. That that's the kind of that's the goal that I'm looking for. Now, I'm not looking for for to be a millionaire. That's that's not my goal. I'm looking to find something that's gonna be profitable, and I'm gonna have fun. And I'm like I said, I'm not gonna worry about the bill. It's that kind of like the path that you you you're searching for, or or or, or, or are you looking for those those uh, trillion or or what are you looking for? If you don't mind the question. <laughs> no, I love this question actually. Um... I'll be honest. I mean, I am looking to like, I always, me and my friend always talk about this, like financial freedom is phase one. After that, it's about what we do with that. Like we, and the way I see it, I just want to, I want to change the status quo in a way and like, you know, make popularize some concepts and things like that we've been talking about today and make it more well-known 
and in that process also make money because I think money is social proof. I think if you have a lot of money, then people will say like, oh, wow, this person knows a lot, even if that's not the case. Yeah. But like my, my goal really is, I mean, I want to get, I want to reach financial freedom. And then from there, I want to make some sort of company, some sort of, or just at least continue doing what I'm doing with my name and my brand. And essentially, I mean, I want to go down as like the greatest creative entrepreneur of all time. Awesome. I know I, it's a, I'm, I'm a dreamer. It's very ambitious, but like, no, I, mean, I mean, we'll be looking back on this one day and I'll be like, yep, called it. <laughs> yep. I mean, you got to shoot high. Otherwise, I mean, mm-hmm. otherwise, like yeah. I, I was having this conversation last week, I think with another, with another gentleman. He's also an entrepreneur. He, he, he made a, he's got his own business that he made uh, selling microgreens and mm. yeah. And, and he was also talking about like that, that it, I completely lost my train of thought right now. Seriously. I did. <laughs> I was going to, I had a point to where I was going with that, but I was talking to that gentleman too, that he was talking about, uh, uh also the mindset of, 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 of what to look. Oh, that's what I was saying. <laughs> he was saying that, uh, He's shooting for the stars because he knows that he'll at least land in the moon. And from there on, yep. whatever happens yep. from there, that's when he'd, you know, go to the next step if you didn't get to where you wanted to be. So, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I'm, I'm very bad at uh, having conversation. That's another reason why I wanted to do <laughs> no. this, you know, because <laughs> I, I want to get good at this. So, you know, but I am, I am, I'm working on it. And anyways... I, I really appreciate your time. I really had had a really fun time having this conversation with you. And uh, uh, in the beginning, I, I, yeah, you didn't you didn't uh, mention your your social medias. So please, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, we got into the conversation. I was going to bring it back to that, and I completely forgot. Um, so, but please plug your social medias in. Please. It's all good, for sure. And I like to start off by saying you are amazing at having conversations, and thank you hey. for having me on. <laughs> thank um, you. I really appreciate but anyway, that. My, my, <laughs> of course. Uh, my social media, though, is just at Caleb Kennard, C-A-L-E-B-K-Y-N-A-R-D. That's across all platforms, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, um, LinkedIn. And you can just look up Caleb Kennard, Facebook. I, I don't really use Facebook, not going to lie. So Instagram, <laughs> TikTok, Twitter are really the best places to, to find me. All right. Awesome. Awesome. And with that being said, man, I, re- I really, really appreciate you giving me this conversation and uh Hey, that, that's it, man. I, I really appreciate it. And I and I want to I want to have this conversation again because I really had fun with you. And uh, maybe in the future we can set up another ones and and take it from there. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, I whenever you know where to reach me, DM, and we'll we'll get it going. Yeah, I got your email awesome. now. Yeah, so definitely. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but anytime you got something new going on and you want to and you want to share it, I come back on and uh, and we'll we'll go we'll go from there too. I really appreciate it. I appreciate it, that. Thank you though. I really appreciate that. All right. We'll stay in touch. For sure. For sure. All right. Goodbye. Anyways, that was awesome. Ooh, see, we learned something new today where to go to get some uh, NFTs. Um, Now, the video's gone, and I got to figure something else out. But that's it for today, and uh, this is R2Sense.